0: hello and welcome back to the fire starters podcast i'm colin i'm here with joe jacoby myers today we've got a week 10 recap let's uh, chop it up Lydia,
1: love
0: it has been one day since jacoby myers has scored a touchdown it is a new era of NFL football, one that includes Jacoby Meyer touchdowns. That's crazy. Hit us up at PodFireStars on Twitter. Email us at Pod at gmail.com with questions so you can be engaged, so we can talk about what you want to hear. We just want to get you guys involved. It's November 15th. It's 5.36 p.m. What up, Joe? I'm, I'm, I'm back into football. I'm just back. I'm back.
1: It was yep. a good week. Uh, Lions didn't lose. That was cool. Jacoby Myers breaks his old uh, uh, end zone virginity. (laughs) Got that going. And, um, yeah, just just good games. Stuff kind of went back to normal. Just some exciting storylines with a couple quarterbacks coming back. Uh, Most notably, Cam Newton returning to the Carolina Panthers. And, yeah, we had some some good football. Uh, Good football after the Thursday game.
0: There was good football cuz Thursday games suck. It's bad. It's true. Before we get into the games, let's talk about something that we haven't gotten to with the Odell Beckham Jr. news came out on Friday. He got he went through this whole situation with the Browns where they were in some kind of divorce yeah. him and Baker. His dad posted that video that we all loved and Baker obviously didn't love it, and so the Browns, instead of trading him before the deadline to someone that probably would have paid at least a the, fifth, the like something. The Saints were
1: trying incredibly hard to trade for him at the deadline. Yeah,
0: and I don't know how the Browns don't get something back, but they end up releasing him, and he signs for the veteran minimum with the
1: Rams. Actually, it was more than the veteran minimum. Because oh, that's Green great, Bay offered him the veteran minimum. And instead, he's on Facetime with Jalen Ramsey, who who and who Bob takes Miller. him into the wide receiver room on yep. Facetime, and everyone's just like, "Hey, you know." So hey, Odell, 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 Odell was in LA, living in LA at the time, so it kind of all makes sense. And then, yep, in the Friday practice, Robert Woods tears his ACL. So correct. I don't know if that happened. I would assume it happened before the the Odell signing came out. So I don't know if they kind of coincided with each other. Because the Odell news came out around... It was around 3, 4 o'clock Central Time. Right, so practice would have been before that. So that would have been 1-2-ish on the West Coast. So I don't know if they were in discussions, and then that happened, and then they're like, alright, we'll just throw the bag, quote-unquote bag, uh, at Odell, and hopefully that'll sway him, you know, but nonetheless, our woods goes down, and so now Odell is coming in. We are recording before the Monday night game, usually when we're recording during, but I really want to watch the Rams. Yeah, we can give
0: you kind of a, a, a recap during but so anyway, uh yeah, Odell should see actual production now because before it was well, he's gonna be third in the pecking order because Stafford has rapport with Cooper Cup, obviously, and Robert Woods. But and then he could have been relegated to that third wide receiver role that Van Jefferson usually played. Obviously, he would have been more productive than Van Jefferson, but he would have yeah. been playing in that slot role or roaming around to the outside. But now he's going to be the yeah. wide receiver, too, there. There's there's nobody there that is close to as talented as Well, I adult.
1: guess tonight uh, Ben Squorneck is getting the start over Odell. <laughs> so We'll see I how mean, long Sean McVay keeps He that. signed Friday. <laughs> It is Monday. Yeah. So, I mean, they had Saturday practice, Sunday walkthrough. So, not... <laughs> but, yeah, it's still just football. I mean,
0: Stafford can exactly. just... I mean, he's still yeah. running routes. He's been running routes his whole life. So, well, I, I'm i sure he's not going to be crazy productive yeah. tonight, but going forward, he, he'll be a solid yeah. wide receiver, too. In, like just feels like that, that'll that work itself out. I mean, God, they, they're they all in. The fact that Woods yeah. got hurt just, like, made this a crazy – because I was thinking he, he wanted targets yeah. and receptions and, like, production, wasn't getting it in Cleveland. So he leaves, and I was like, okay, so he's going to go to New Orleans, he's going to go to the Packers, you know, somewhere where he'll be either the wide receiver one yeah. or the wide receiver two. And then he goes to the Rams, and it's like, well, he's going to be the wide receiver. And that's three what there.
1: makes me wonder if they knew the Robert Woods right. injury prior to him actually getting signed.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so then he just walks into this wide receiver two role, and we'll see. Maybe tonight we'll see some fireworks, but I'm I'm assuming that we'll have to wait a week before we see any like real production well, from him. They're on by next week.
1: The Rams are
0: so. So, which might exactly, that's even better.
1: Coming out week 12, who knows what we could see uh, out of the Odell Stafford connection.
0: All right. Well, let's get into the games. This is one of the first Thursday night games that looked like both teams were playing on short rest because this was disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Tua was like emergency QB.
1: He was active for the game, and sure enough, Jacoby Brissett hurts his knee, so then Tua has to come in. Um, he looked pretty good, I, I guess. Came in, sl- slung it around a little bit. Not, I mean it.
0: You know, it was so great it, it
1: was sloppy. Um, Marquise <laughs> couldn't catch the ball. He couldn't hold the ball. No one could hold the ball. Um on the on the Ravens,
0: yeah, the field was awful. everybody was slipping not, everywhere,
1: not the best like weather conditions for passing, you know, so it was like, oh, this is like prime time. The Ravens are gonna be this is perfect, like game script for the Ravens, and they just couldn't run the ball at all. Lamar ends up having to throw it over forty times. And they just turned the ball over too much. It's really what it was.
0: Yep. This is, this is when you kind of see how much having, like, a solid running back yeah. matters <laughs> because Devontae Freeman with 10 carries turned out 35 yards and then caught three passes for 23 yards. Lev Bell, three carries for one yard. So it, <laughs> in a game like this where you need to beat a bad team, and you want to pound the rock because it's shitty weather. You need to have a good run game. And it kind of showed here if they bottle up Lamar, there's not a whole lot that they yeah, can Lamar, do. Yeah, Lamar only
1: nine carries for 39 yards on the ground. It looked like the field was a problem. Uh, a lot of guys just slipping, flat out slipping every time they are trying to make a cut. And that was on both sides. And there's there's all this talk of Lamar being a Florida guy that the humidity down there, you know, shouldn't have been a problem for him. But all in all, it was just kind of gross in general. Just not not good football on either side.
0: Nope. Nope. But Rashad Bateman, two games in a row, eight targets. Uh, had a pretty solid game. Tur- turned those eight targets into 80 yards on six catches. So Bateman just slowly kind of climbing game by game, getting more receptions, getting more involved in this offense. Really nice to see. Him being that outside possession guy uh, to complement Hollywood's deep threat, even though they're
1: still running those hitches to Hollywood, which I mean, I'll take team targets. You know, he only had this <laughs> uh, well it was six catches for thirty-seven yards. It's kind of gross, but it was working. The game before, they're running them the the screen passes to him, the little the quicks, you know, get the ball in his hands, let him make a move, and he was making a lot, but. This Dolphins defense was, like, swarming very fast. Just tough. Not a lot of big plays for uh, the Ravens. And then their secondary continues to be ugly. Uh, They let, what was it, was it Albert Wilson get loose on the sideline? Just wide open. It was, like, a 30-yard play. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they lost their free safety in this game. I'm drawing a blank at his Chuck, name. Uh, but Chuck, Clark, Chuck Clark, Deshaun Clark. Elliott? Deshaun Elliott. They lost Deshaun Elliott out for the season. They're, this injury bug just keeps on biting the Ravens over and over again. So they're they're down like Marcus Peters. They're down now Deshaun Elliott. And then obviously all the guys on offense. It's just a rough, rough year. For the Ravens. But, you know. but they're still, and they're six and still
1: three. leading the division because the Pittsburgh Steelers couldn't beat the Lions at home.
0: No, but they also didn't lose to them. <laughs> First tie of the 2021-22 season obviously comes in a Lions-Steelers it, game. It's <laughs> always the worst team. Like, I
1: think last year... It was the Bengals. Oh, this isn't the first tie,
0: is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Must have
1: been last year that the Jets and Titans tied. I swear it. I swear there was a Jets and Titans it, no. tie at one point. The Jets overtime. beat the Titans earlier. Yeah. But yeah, it,
0: always the worst teams find a way to tie. It's true. It's true. The The Bengals last year, I remember, they punted in overtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when there was like a minute 30 Secured. left and they, they ended up punting Secured it just bag. to make sure. Preserve, preserve the tie. I mean, they bagged Jamar Chase, so not too bad. Hopefully, hopefully the Lions can bag a quarterback because
1: Goff threw for 112 yards. <sighs>
0: See, I I keep seeing Kayvon Thibodeau or Thibodeau or however you pronounce it tied to the Lions at one, and I know he's probably the best player in the draft, but teams talk themselves into quarterbacks by the time the draft. This comes is a team around. that They're, should be talking themselves into a yeah, quarterback. Exactly, like they'll probably end up with Sam Howell or whoever ends up being their favorite quarterback, because like all of them are kind of in this yeah. cluster. And it's so we'll we'll see, but yeah, this golf is not the answer. But in general, this this team needs Goff.
1: everything except for a running back. Because DeAndre Swift is good. They gave him the ball thirty three times, and he ran for one hundred and thirty yards. But every single other position is awful, absolutely. When yeah. when you're seeing Well T.J. Hawkinson's not too it, bad. It's true, but he had one target, which. <laughs> Yeah, because they don't have a quarterback. Yeah. It's, it, uh, they're so close. They're, they're so close. They missed Yes, the field goal. They missed it. <laughs> the field goal to win.
0: Yeah, this was – so Jared Goff versus Mason yes, Big Rudolph. Big Ben was out That with COVID. With COVID. So we got Mason Rudolph. <laughs> and uh, Mason Rudolph threw the ball 50 times. Two hundred forty-two yards, a touchdown and a pick and yeah. a fumble. Jared Goff threw twenty-five <laughs> times in five quarters, five full quarters. It was a tie in overtime. Yes, he had in, five in, in,
1: uh, well, obviously. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and cool. had only had fourteen completions, one hundred twelve yards. <laughs> he had one hundred twelve yards in five full quarters when half of football.
1: Went to and Ross Saint Brown. Four catches six, uh, win. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you love to see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was a classic Lions game. Uh, potentially, if they get a win, they could fall to number two because Houston only has one win as well, and so the tie could be the actual tiebreaker for uh. the number one pick. <laughs> so you could see Houston get maybe, Thibodeau maybe that'd be better.
1: For the Lions. (laughs)
0: Because then they would for sure take
1: a quarterback.
0: (laughs) Who knows? They'll probably take Kyle Hamilton or something and really fuck it up. The overtime.
1: Uh, Deontay Johnson catches a 30-yard pass from Rudolph. Tries to make a move down the sideline. Fumbles the ball. Lions. Don't. Don't do anything with it. Steers get it back. Get it to Pat Farmuth. He fumbles the ball. (laughs) Lions can't go down and and even get a field goal. So it's just, it's tragic. Ray Ray McLeod.
0: (laughs) Obviously. The flex play of the week. Nine
1: catches for 63 yards. Uh, Him and Mason Rudolph probably get a lot of burn on the scout team, you know, together. So it makes sense. Uh, Deontay had his usual workload. Uh, seven catches on 13 targets for 83 yards. But he did have that fumble. Looks kind of QB-proof. I mean, the system is kind of... force funnel the ball to Deontay. Well, it's just... There's never going to... There's never big plays. And if there are big plays, it's usually Deontay or Claypool, and Claypool's out. So, it's just five yards, five yards, five yards, five yards, and... That's why Najee Harris still produced well, over 100 yards on the ground, four catches for 28 yards. Solid, you know.
0: Yeah. But, yep. yeah. Uh, a lot of Steeler fans were hoping to see a little something out of Mason Rudolph to be like, oh, well at, well, at least we won't need a quarterback after this year. You know, Big Ben can hang him up, and then we can have a little bit of confidence in Ma- Nah, y'all got no confidence in Mason All Rudolph. Right. Yeah, we're gonna, they're going to have to figure something out. Make your bid at Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. you got to do something because <laughs> you don't have the answer in house. Dwayne Haskins.
1: That's <laughs> the other option.
0: You don't have the answer in house. <laughs> uh, speaking of Dwayne Haskins, his old team, the Washington football team, beat up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 29-19. to Big Heineke game. The sequel to the Heineke Magic wildcard game Gosh, last year where he nearly pulled it out against them. Yeah. Uh, he just... He's got so
1: much fire. You just see him on the field. He had a... Ma- the, the drive at the end of the game was so long. So... Mm-hmm. It was like a seven... It was a seven-minute drive. On there? I know it was 19 plays. And then Antonio Gibson punched in the touchdown that basically put the game on ice. Yeah, man. Uh T B twelve looked rough in the first half. Really bad. Yeah. Uh I think it was the first time he threw multiple interceptions in the first quarter since like twenty thirteen. Something like that. It was a long time. Uh
0: but uh, it It was a ten minute twenty six second Christ. drive. <laughs> It was a 19-play, 80 yards, 10-26, ended with an Antonio Gibson touchdown. And this is supposed to be a good defense. But it's, this is supposed to be the, <laughs> the this is, defense, yeah. Up to this point, the best run defense in the league. And Antonio Gibson just had a really good day. Well, it wasn't a, it wasn't an efficient day, but yeah. it was a solid day. He got it done when he needed to. But, yeah, I mean, just... An upset. Just which is right Straight up. You've Tom seen it every every single
1: yeah. good team has had their upset so far. It's, Except for the Green Bay Packers. Cause, well, I mean, yeah. week one, I guess. You'd call it the upset. Yeah, week one. That was an upset at the time just because you didn't know which team was.
0: Anyways. Like the, Anyway. Yeah. Tom Brady. This is two weeks in a row. Well, excluding the bye week where he's thrown two picks. Yeah. Hasn't looked very good just in general, just not as sharp. And I see people talking about well, he doesn't have Antonio Brown, doesn't have ground. One it's in like, three
1: without Antonio Brown.
0: Maybe yeah, it is something you still have Mike Evans. I don't know. You still have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I know Chris Godwin was banged up. I I don't know. It like is Tom that reliant on Antonio Brown that he needs him? To be healthy and on this team, well, it seems like
1: him and Mike Evans are literally never on the same page. There's a lot of miscommunication, and I think that sours Tom a lot because then you'll see it, like just like this game. He only had Evans only had three targets, and his first one was across the middle that Tom threw high, and Evans didn't really go for it, and that was the ball, the first ball that ended up getting picked off. So I think there's a little. Butting the heads between those two, because then now watch next week he'll probably have thirteen targets, just because that's that's like what happens with Mike Evans, and also when you don't have Gronk, that's the connection. I mean, those two are thinking the same thing, every play, and like you like week one against Dallas, it was just Brady and Gronk the entire time, just because they're always
0: they get the synergy. So. And yeah, and and Chris Godwin is not getting is not doing what Antonio Brown does because you think Chris Godwin is going to be Antonio Brown when Antonio Brown is out because you know they kind of play the same mm-hmm. kind of role, but Godwin is strictly playing yeah. underneath. Like in order for Godwin to get a big play, he has to break a yeah. tackle because like it, even in this game, he had. 7 receptions for 57 yards. Like that's just no. not that great. Last week he had 8 receptions for 140 yards, but not yeah, last, week, last two game. weeks ago. Yeah. But yeah, last game he broke a tackle for a 30-yard gain. So without that, it's looking kind of similar where he's getting around 10 a little under 10 yards per er, And per Mike catch. Evans
1: is I mean, he's not like a deep threat but he's the only big play threat they have then because a B is so fast and he's doing a double move yeah. just like Tyree kill does and then all Tom's got to do is huck it and a B gets under it and that's why you know not having that they think that uh you know maybe Tyler Johnson could be that when a B's out but that really isn't playing out and so it's like yeah Mike Evans had the long one on the left sideline in the second half you know that that got the game close, but I don't know, some something about the offense and defense, you know.
0: Not clicking, not clicking quite click.
1: kinda of looking like how the Chiefs been looking
0: recently for the Buccaneers. Yeah. Maybe they yeah. caught the stink. Uh are you worried about Terry McLaurin at all? He's had he's like extremely inconsistent this year where he only has he has three games twenty plus. All those, 25-plus. But outside of that, he's scored less than 13 in every game, and he has three games less than 10. And he's getting, like, plenty of targets. I mean, is this just strictly quarterback play, do I you mean, think? I mean,
1: it's got to be. I mean, you look at all those games where he's had 20-plus, those are the only games where he scored touchdowns. So, yeah. I mean, it's this team's not going to be – that they're not relying on passing the ball to – When game they'd much rather try to pound it on the ground with antonio gibson and time of possession which was you know the big key to winning this game
0: yeah right just a little little interesting to see that he's getting like double digit targets in most of these games and just isn't converting them but it's probably because heineke's sailing over his head much football team Football so I don't know
1: really what it looks like on offense.
0: Well, I know a team that you have watched a lot of their offense. The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, There was a lot of the offense. Uh, Dak Prescott returning to form, uh, 296 yards through the air, two touchdowns, and then a rushing touchdown. Zeke was eaten in the first half. Slowed down because they didn't need him in the second half, but ended up getting two tuds. He had fourteen carries for forty-one yards, twenty hit fantasy points, and basically one half of yeah. football. I mean, C.D. Lamb as well, six receptions, ninety-four yards. He also had two touchdowns all in the first half, and yeah, and they just kind of coasted for the rest of the game. Used Tony Pollard quite a bit. This is kind of why you stash Tony Pollard like Zeke is nursing this knee injury and then if they're playing a shitty team or a shitty defense like the Falcons you could easily slot Tony Pollard into your flex just confident that he's going to get some burn going to get all the third downs and he's going to get just whatever if they get into a blowout like this game end up getting 11 carries for 42 yards and then six receptions for 56 so just you know Prime Cowboys, this is they have one of the best offenses in the league. Probably the highest ceiling offense in the league.
1: I it's just the most lethal. You got the the most weapons at every single skill position. And then like obviously when your team's scoring forty three points, up and down the roster gonna be you're gonna have the high scoring fantasy outputs. You know, and that all all goes back to Dak. When Dak is clicking Everybody else eats. You It mean, usually there was, is. On one of their possessions later in the game, it was a swing pass to Zeke, and then it was a first down to CD. then it was a first down to Gallup, and then it was a first down to Amari Cooper. All, like, in succession. Yep. And that's what you'd love to see. Because um, yep. cause Dak's not going to... He doesn't really favorite a, a receiver. Like, obviously, CD usually leads the charge, but yeah. no, he just... Is just playing quarterback at such a high level. Favors favors matchups
0: yeah. generally. A lot
1: of times he likes to target that X receiver, uh, whoever's lined up on that side. That seems to be the go-to. Um, but he just
0: spreads the ball around so much. And all these boys eat. And know. and Michael yep. Gallup is back. And CD yep. has thirty points. This is. Kind of what we were, what was being talked about at the beginning of the season, where Gallup could allow CD to have more freedom in the formations of the offense because CD was pretty relegated to the slot or uh, to the outside when Gallup yeah. was out because Cedric Wilson was in the slot, and now CD can play in the slot or he can play outside and get all the targets, and he's obviously most deadly out of the slot he just does his best work there he gets open and Dak finds him so Dalton Schultz might be kind of fading away if Michael Gallup's healthy because CD will be taking over that kind of slot role but also he wasn't really needed in this game so maybe don't worry about it but I think Schultz
1: kind of started booming because like exactly what you said because when Gallup went out you immediately seen Schultz working all the short stuff they they get him on the play action and he's always dragging, you know, they do the two tight ends dragging yep. across with the uh, at the uh, intermediate and the short levels. And with Gallup, you know, that's just another weapon out there. And like for being the third receiver, no slouch at all. So, this if no. this offense is continuing to put up these big scoring uh, outputs under our guy big mike you know and i thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah Mike mccarthy Moore, though Love that. he got some he Man, got some, some tricks off his sleeve oh. this team could do some That's a good some, scheme like philly special type stuff you get cd throwing passes or cedric wilson but cedric so, wilson throw that yeah time. get him throwing one like back to Dak for a touchdown or something oh that'd be nice mm. and then on the other side Uh, The first drive looked so promising for Kyle Pitts. So involved. And then (laughs) it was that the classic Matt Ryan just absolutely is awful game. Uh, Two interceptions, a fumble. (laughs) Somehow threw more passing yards than Goff.
0: Somehow. Somehow (laughs) Only nine completions. Was outscored by six quarterbacks that didn't start games. Yeah. (laughs) He was... Outscored by the Cardinals' backup. He was outscored by Cam Newton. He was outscored by Taysom Hill. He was outscored by the Patriots' backup. And one, one other, yeah. two other guys that I'm blanking on. But he literally Cooper got Rush. outscored by Cooper every Rush starter. Came at three completions yep. for 17 yards, which is more than
1: the, than the negative yep. Co- that
0: Matt Ryan got. The, yeah, so just a. Uh, disgusting game from Matt Ryan and it's obvious that it was going to happen in this game because Cordell Patterson got hurt so you know you lose your best player kind of takes the wind out of your sails Uh, it's looking like it might be a mild high ankle sprain for Cordell Patterson Uh, so could be out a little while they're saying two to three weeks so, I'm sure it'll be longer than that because high ankle sprains are always yeah. longer than that. Than the initial, like, oh, they're only going to be out three weeks. You saw it with Judy, he was out like five weeks when they are like three to five. Always the back so. end of whatever they're given. Yep. So, Wayne Gallman, <laughs> I guess. Because it's not Mike Davis still Mike for some Davis reason. Mike
1: Davis dropped a wide open first down. And then after that, uh. <laughs> that was like in the first quarter. I think after that is when it became twenty one to three. And then it was just over. This game was over at halftime. They ended up switching the broadcast to the Bucks and football team game, which was no better because that game was incredibly boring the entire second half. But And somehow the yeah. Falcons are still alive.
0: <laughs> the NFC is the, yeah. the bottom half of the NFC is not, not that. A lot of 500 football. Good. It's true. Including the New Orleans Saints, who lost to the Tennessee Titans 21 to 23. And the Titans continue to win without Derrick Henry. Yeah, Marcus Johnson becoming a
1: threat in the passing game for him. Because, of course, ex
0: Julio, Julio Lands on IR. <laughs> yeah. One of the more predictable things with the hamstring that was hampering him all of last year uh, rears its ugly head again, and he's down for the rest, or at least three weeks on IR. But unfortunately, AJ Brown was not the one that benefited from it. The only reception he had came on like a gimmicky like screen pass. Uh, they've, pretty. They only have four targets. They're, they're yeah, trying everything Just trying to get him involved <laughs> But on the ground Deontay Foreman led the, the way With 11 carries, 30 yards Got two receptions for 48 Adrian Peterson Is old, <laughs> looks old He has no burst uh, McNichols, the popular uh, Kind of waiver fill-in Is not a like, no. Running back He's a receiving back and he's not nope. that good at that either. So, <laughs> But, I mean, they're getting it done. Their defense is just really good. Yeah, their defensive line is incredible. Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons had another two sacks. Oh. Landry had a sack. I mean, it, they just, yeah, they get it done every time. They had a fumble recovery. Uh, and they just make it work. And the and the. Saints almost tied it.
1: Two-point conversion, no good. And then uh Titans well, got the, to sit the, on
0: it. The, on the two-point conversion, they they messed up because Mark Ingram had a, a legal shift and it backed him yards. up so it 5 yards seven. and then yeah. Yeah, so that made it really tough for Simeon to try to convert that one. I mean, Simeon played well. But, Yeah. He's been playing well, actually. It's not
1: bad. It's not bad at all. Gotta give Sean Payton more credit. If this his system seems to be QB proof. Which is nice to see. Which is a
0: crazy thing to say. Crazy thing to say. And then no Kamara. You had Mark Uh, Ingram
1: filling in. Basically did the Kamara thing. Fourteen carries, forty seven yards, one touchdown. Four catches on seven targets for 61 yards. Welcome home, Mark Ingram. Big trust. Still got it. Ten years. So, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, volume always. reigns king. Always. For running backs. Always has, always will. I mean, if we were talking about this on that handcuff pot mm-hmm. in the preseason. It's like, if you have the backup to one of these super high-volume running backs, they – have the ability to do the exact same thing that that player does because like you said, Mark Ingram just did the Kamara thing obviously in Tennessee it's different because they have Derrick Henry which is a wholly unique (laughs) running back exactly, you can't replace him you're not going to give 30 carries (laughs) to any backup (laughs) to Deontay Foreman or Adrian Peterson Uh, maybe 10 years ago you could do that with AP, but not no more (laughs) and then like you see it with Madison mm-hmm. every time. And like so on. Devontae Booker. Would fill in perfectly for Exactly. The but the wide receiver is kind of coming alive for the Saints. Deontay Harris. Three receptions for 84 yards. He just gets yep, a big play time. a game. He's really shifty. Traquan Smith. This is two games in a row. Two decent games in a row. I, we Thought that it was going to be Marquez Callaway, but Traquan four receptions, forty-four yards and a touchdown. Marquez two two catches for thirty-seven yards and a touchdown. So, Trevor Simeon kind of facilitating this offense. Adam Troutman.
1: Oh my god, he's guy. got nineteen targets in the last three games. That's what you love go. to see? You love to see it. Get that volume bumping. Mine. My... You don't see. My guy. You don't
0: see Juwan Johnson nope. doing that.
1: I mean, he's a wide receiver. So. Yeah. Yeah. They call him a wide receiver. Anyway, it wasn't a very exciting uh, but, game. It yeah, didn't, like no. from a fantasy standpoint, no. nothing. It, if you are trotting out Mark Ingram, Deontay Harris, Traquan Smith, or Marquez Callaway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> In defense, I mean <laughs> Mark Ingram of yeah, the Mark Ingram people. If you're handcuffing, but if you start <laughs> any of these wide receivers good job by you this week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but don't <laughs> yeah. don't. Good manager. It. <laughs> good manager. You know. Now uh, we can move over to the AFC, so Buffalo. Uh Stefan Dick yes. is oh. back. He had Monster. a massive game. What better what better team yeah, to so
1: go against? Than yes. the
0: Jets. Mike White it's It's over. You know, they were <laughs> chanting for Flacco. Joe Joe Flacco was one of the other backup quarterbacks that outscored Matt Ryan. Feed Flacco. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, this was a pretty this was uh late early as they like to say. The the Buffalo Bills beat up on the Jets. Mike White had four picks. Uh Michael Carter Tevin Coleman and Ty Johnson were all kind of I decent. mean Mike Michael Carter <laughs> just this?
1: continues to like
0: Yeah th- be this good is, through well, the air.
1: This is this sixth straight game hitting double digits. Yeah. Or of the last five of the last six, you know, last yeah, outside of last week. But still I mean a nine point six, you'll take that from a rookie running back on Absolutely. the Jets. You know. So they, they finally yeah. figured out, oh, you know, maybe we should play the rookie that's better than all three other guys
0: combined. You know. <laughs> maybe. And he's still only getting he only played fifty two percent of snaps, fifty eight last week. The the two weeks after the buy, he had seventy two and seventy and he churned out sixteen point four and thirty two yeah. PPR points. So maybe yeah. play the kid a little bit. It might be a good idea. But yeah, this Elijah Moore, also another rookie. He scored a touchdown, and that's two weeks in a row. So hopefully they can kind of keep that going. But it was pretty much all Bills. Gabe Davis had a very fun stat line, three receptions on three targets for 105 <laughs> yards. <laughs> and that's it. He just was catching bombs the entire game. Uh, and Matt yeah. Breida obviously led this so- back. Someone's got to. Uh, he had a touchdown on the ground and through the air. Uh, yeah, I, this backfield is awful. <laughs> Zach Moss came back from the concussion, and of course he scored. He scored. all three
1: running backs scored. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <So>. Classic Bills. <laughs> Classic Bills. But uh,
1: for the for the Jets, you had Corey Davis returning five catches for ninety three yards. That's big. You know, yeah, this is... Solid. Solid. Elijah Moore has four touchdowns in his last four games. So, they're clearly, you know, trying to get him more involved. So, you know, if this team gets a little consistent quarterback play, the skill position players are, Should like have... on the way up. So, yeah, you got a little something to look forward to on the Jets. Still hate Bob Salah, though, just in general. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not... Looking like much of a leader out there. And for being the defensive guru, supposedly, uh, their defense is historically bad in the last four games. They (laughs) showed a graphic, and it's like they've given up the second most points, I think, in the last four games. Going back to the 1966 Giants, something like that. Yeah. Wow. It's like over 1,100 yards of offense given up just truly abysmal on the defense yeah. for a head coach that's supposed to be defensive centric.
0: Yeah, that's a yikes. So. <laughs> that's they they have a ton they also have been bitten by the oh, yeah. injury bug. We don't really pay attention to them cuz they're the Jets. Marcus but May, like, yeah. Marcus May just went down with the Achilles. Carl Lawson, who was apparently like their best defensive player, went down with the Achilles in the beginning of the year. So that's like they're two best defensive players. So all you got out there is like Ashton Davis and, and, and C.J. Quinn and Williams State. the only one and on the d And Quinn D-line. and Williams, yeah. 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 So It's tough. Pretty, pretty ugly for the Jets. Another ugly game with an AFC East team reigning supreme. The New England Patriots just dog walk the Browns. Forty-five to seven, in Foxborough. Uh, I mean, Mac Jones was surgical. As he is. <laughs> like the, as he is. As simple as I can put it, uh, Jacoby Myers scored it a was, touchdown. It was Damien from Harris Brian Hoyer. It wasn't even from Mac yeah. Jones. <laughs> and he he the the football gods didn't even want him to score <laughs> that touchdown. He was supposed to get tackled. He got he caught the ball like short of the sticks. Ended up breaking a tackle and like diving in, and then the whole crazy. team like, swarmed them. You'll love to see I'll it. I love that. Uh, Damian Harris was down with the concussion, concussion. I yep. believe. Concussion. And then Ramondre filled in seamlessly, had 20 carries for 100 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, just massive, yeah. massive day.
1: They really exploited this Browns defense that just didn't, Change anything the entire game, <laughs> and so they just they're nope. like, all right, just gonna keep doing the same thing over and over. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, the touchdown catch in between two guys, is pretty pretty that nice. That was nasty. Yeah, Hunter, Hunter Get Henry gets catch. two. You
0: know, I know. he has seven touchdowns in his last seven games. Yeah, Hunter Henry doesn't
1: look like so, uh. You just... Is John Smith hurt? Is that a thing?
0: Okay. Yes. He has a shoulder injury, if I I'm think not he mistaken. Messing with that last
1: year, you don't like to see that. Um, on the other side, no, another offense. Baker Mayfield, <laughs>
0: yeah, also has a shoulder but injury.
1: It's another offense where the running back slot him in. That that boy Ernest got yep. to start again. Nine, yep. Nineteen carries, is King, ninety-nine yards, seven catches, fifty-eight yards. With it, until. Both backs, Chubb and Cream, are healthy. Just, you know, target that single guy. Like you could pick pick up Durnist yeah. if Chubb's gonna be out. I mean, he it sounded like he could have even played this game if uh he could have got the two negative tests. Yep. Like yep. if anything were to happen that he'd miss another game and Durnist ends up on waivers for um some unforeseen reason. Go oh, grab. Cause that's it's an automatic yeah, just in case. flex
0: start. If you can get that guy. Yeah, I mean in the two games that Chubb and Hunt have been out, he's play he's put up yeah. over twenty. It's just like, hey, this guy is now <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> like in terms of production. And just that's like, just, that's
1: this offense. They run 12 personnel, more than any other team. What you thought the, the Patriots were going to do, but then Mac
0: Jones ends up being a surgeon
1: with yeah. the ball,
0: which is yeah. crazy. They just retailored this entire offense to fit what Mac Jones does well, which is what every team should do for their Look rookie the, quarterback. Just the Ravens, throw that out what there. What they
1: did, and now yeah. they're really good because they went right to Lamar.
0: And – Right, and they put three wide receivers out, and they let Mac Jones sit in shotgun and go into spread formations and just dice up defenses because he, like, has the mind to be able to, like, pick out blitzers and fire it quick passes. And it's just – it's all kind of clicking for Mac Jones. And it's looking like if Jamar Chase can't keep up this historic pace that he's set, like Mac Jones could easily be in that discussion yeah, for rookie year.
1: If this team makes the playoffs, I mean it's this team could still win the division. I think they still play the Bills twice. Yeah. So they do. Those are going to be big games, and the, the, what Belichick can do with the defense is magical. And so they're putting yeah. more trust. I mean, you've seen it every game. Uh, Max throwing the ball farther and farther down the field every single game.
0: Yeah. And he's trusting his receivers more and more And like pressing the issue On double teams And he's threading needles He's threading needles like crazy In these tight tight windows Yeah he's a smart quarterback and th- Yeah he, he gets it done He has the then arm then to get it, it done too Baker. Man. <laughs> Baker looks like <laughs> shit Like more and more every week
1: He's gonna be the <laughs> next goff I said it a couple weeks ago But it's
0: it's sad, but it's true. See, I I think he's better than Goff, but he's he doesn't I just hope they don't extend him. going to be, be this is going to be the team where they're like
1: hey, maybe Matt Ryan can be what brings us over. I mean, that's that's the sort of guy. Just like Rams went and grabbed Stafford off the wasteland <laughs> of Detroit. And just look at that team.
0: That's disgusting.
1: I think Matt Ryan in a play-action offense where all he has to do is make the
0: throws. Who else? Yeah. Uh. Okay. Let's see. Philip Walker. No, he looks pretty good. <laughs> he did. he didn't. <laughs> He's gonna lose Matt his Ryan job. Matt Ryan is just washed. Matt Ryan is I, washed. I, I, That's I the only reason I, I don't say think no. it's Matt He's, Ryan. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think it it's Matt Ryan's be. fault. Exactly. He also has no weapons. Yeah. He's thrown to, like, Alameda Zacchaeus and, like, Kyle Pitts and is Russell getting Gage. double-teamed. He has,
1: he has no running back. <laughs> He's got Mike Davis. Yeah.
0: I mean. <sighs> who could be the quarterback oh, of the Browns?
1: <laughs> Hold up.
0: Yeah, that would be nice. I don't think he'd want to live in Cleveland, Rogers though. Pittsburgh.
1: But, you know, who knows? He might stick around in Green Bay.
0: Jalen Hurts. No. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Um, Here, no. All you would have to do is do <laughs> the Let's same thing he's do doing right
1: now. But he doesn't have exactly. a Michael Pittman Jr. that can go up and moss people on this
0: team. You know, we can just move right into the Colts because Jonathan Taylor's dynasty RB1 that's the, baby. Di-
1: that's the Russian leader. Actually, he's tied with Derrick Henry right now.
0: Which is crazy, because it took him two more games, took him two (laughs) more games
1: to even catch him. But uh, Jonathan Taylor is like,
0: he's automatic. He's getting, he's getting all the work on the ground now, which is all we've been asking for. He got twenty-one carries, and he turned it into one hundred sixteen yards. Yeah, and a touchdown. And he also got eight targets. They just something clicked, and they're like, "Hey, this guy's pretty good."
1: He scored a touchdown yes. <laughs> in seven straight games. He has ten touchdowns in the last seven games. Like on the year, if he's played more than fifty yeah. percent of the snaps, guess what? He scored seventeen or more fantasy points. Jeez,
0: <laughs> like that's nuts. He is that is nuts. Clearly, RB one. This was just the Colts and him were a match made in heaven. I heard somebody make the point. They're like, Jonathan Taylor just has the talent of Saquon Barkley and a fantastic offensive line. And I don't know if that's necessarily true, but he has the same burst and the same breakaway speed and similar vision. Like, I don't know if he has all the moves that Saquon has, but all the rest of that is all he needs. And he, he runs exactly the same as he did at Wisconsin. No. He didn't have to change anything. It took him about six weeks to, like, figure out the speed of the NFL. But once he did, it's it's a wrap. I love JT. <laughs> <laughs> Just being yeah. a Badger homer, dude.
1: It's, you know. He didn't. As he should have won a he, he got robbed. Was it? Yeah. Was it? uh Yeah, it was his senior year or his his last year in college. He got robbed.
0: Yeah, his last year. Jonathan Taylor, running back, 5'10, 226. He was sixth in Heisman voting in 2017, ninth in 2018, fifth in 2019. He was selected 41st overall. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) He had 1,900 yards, 1977, his freshman year. 2,194 his sophomore year and 2003 his junior year and then he went out to the draft Uh, his junior year he also caught the ball 26 for 252 and 5 receiving touchdowns he had 13 touchdowns his freshman year 16 his sophomore year 21 (laughs) his junior year (laughs) like just
1: he's on pace for those same numbers as
0: a pro, oh, yeah. God, that's a good football player. He's number six all time rushing in the NCAA for yards. Uh, number two in the Big Ten, and he just like he has all of the Big Ten records for rushing. Basically, he had the most rushing yards in the NCAA in 2018, with 2,194. I mean, just. Just incredible. Incredible player. He's going to be so good. And he was like the fourth running
1: back out of the draft in that draft.
0: No. And people were taking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire over him 101 last year. Was that last year? Yeah. Yeah. God. He was a rookie last year. People were taking CEH over him because he was in Kansas City. And he was going to catch the ball more. Well, he didn't catch ball. Exactly, Daryl Williams. Not <laughs> he. Catch, Williams. He toasted that thing ball. but and then you know, but you know, uh, back the Jags. Back to yeah, back to the back to uh, Jamal Agnew, Jamal Dan Otto. Agnew. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> Why is he really good now? Why is he Cordell Patterson? You know, mini me,
0: <laughs> compact. Yeah, compact yeah, Cordell. <laughs>
1: The three rushing attempts, broke one massive one seventy nine yards and a touchdown. Just just getting unforeseen usage.
0: Yeah. And then and Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold, again. Very good. He had seven targets, five receptions, 67 yards. James Robinson got it done on the ground. He's getting all the work when he plays. As he should. Which is just so nice. Just imagine mm. if they
1: drafted, you know, literally anything. Other than a running back? Crazy.
0: Yeah. Crazy. Imagine. Imagine that Kadarius Tony, That's who they wanted. <laughs> that would be cold. <laughs> the Giants sniped. He'd be doing what Jamal Agnew's doing. Man. Jamal Agnew wouldn't have a job. No, that'd be sad. I mean,
1: Sharks is hurt. This, I mean, they're wide receivers. So they're, all right. I mean, you got LaVisca. You they're got Marvin of, Jones. Yeah, they're kind of decent. You got Chark. You know, when he would have been healthy. I mean, that's a good top three.
0: LaVisca <laughs> on it. has not been no. that good, and he was a popular like sophomore jump candidate where he was going to take this leap with Trevor at quarterback, and he only has three games of double digits, so not been that great for well, LaVisca. guess what, Trevor uh,
1: hasn't been that good, so.
0: That's true. Yeah. You know. uh, another quarterback that hasn't been that good as of late, Justin Herbert. Called him my dynasty QB one, and <laughs> since then he has had eleven fantasy points, nine, thirty-one against Philly, and then twelve. So <laughs> not not that's too great. out here <laughs> he might have yeah. cursed him.
1: Just can't can't hook up with Mike Williams like he is like early in the season, and I think that's really what's been the difference. I guess he's got knee swelling. Mike Williams does not a good thing. yep. I know nope. what it feels I like mean, to have knee swelling.
0: <laughs> it's not a factor, well, apparently. Then why do they keep bringing it up? Uh, I mean, Keenan,
1: Allen, Keenan Allen looked I good. Don't...
0: Yeah. But... As he does, put up the classic Keenan Allen stat line, eight catches, no 98 touchdown. yards. Yep, no touchdown. Classic. Uh, Eckler got in the end zone. He had... A pretty pedestrian game by his standards. I mean, only three catches for 15 yards. It didn't get much done on the ground either. On the other side, Dalvin did yep. Dalvin things. Yeah, 94 yards and a touchdown. Three through the air, three catches, 24 yards. I mean, Justin Jefferson is a stud. He just, like, every time you look on the screen, he has, like, a 15-yard 20 yard catch. He's always open. Always. These
1: last two wide receiver classes brought us gems.
0: Yeah. Like and this is this 2022's class yeah. looks pretty good too. <laughs> yeah. You got Trey God ah, damn, we got Burks and, Gar- and Drake London and yeah, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a lot of guys, Wandale Robinson, I don't know. This <laughs> Like oh, who? Man. Who would have been a wide receiver?
1: Like, did any rookie wide receiver in 2019 do anything?
0: I mean, from the 2018 draft class. I know it's DK, AJ Brown, Deontay. What's that class. I don't know if they did much as rookies. I like, think.
1: I mean, AJ <sighs> Brown and D, DK might have right away.
0: D.K. was pretty good his rookie but AJ, year. Nikhil AJ, Harry? Nikhil Harry was 101 disgusting. that year. <laughs> Josh Jacobs was that class? I remember Josh Jacobs. Josh I know, Jacobs he's not was a receiver, really
1: but When he was healthy, he was good his rookie year. Yeah. But, like, Deontay really didn't come on until they had some injuries. And I think A.J. Brown started, like, later at the end of the season, I think he really yeah. started cooking.
0: But uh-huh. we're getting so, so many DK, guys like – Thanks. It's like four four top end guys where it's like like this year's like Jamar, Devante, Waddle, Bateman. I mean Tony when he was healthy, he was going nutty. Yeah, Tony looks Rondale, good. Rondale when he was I mean, healthy
1: and getting the volume looks good.
0: Yeah, when, when Rondale gets volume, he looks like one of the best players. Elijah in the NFL. Moore <laughs> getting involved now? Yeah. Jesus. Like the the one that I can think of from the last few years is Denzel Mims. Oh, yeah, and that's yeah. about it, though. Yeah, I'm to, Terrace Marshall hasn't gotten much volume either. But that whole offense has been <laughs> kind of dog shit. <laughs> it's true. Like,
1: and Judy uh, Judy was has been good when he's been on the field. Justin Jefferson's a yep, stud. He's been, CD is a stud. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jalen Rager, eh, you know, Jury's still out. He's there's flashes.
0: Uh, Pittman now. Just and guys. Pittman, yeah. Brandon Ayuk is good when they oh let him God. be good. Well, pending Monday Night Football. Shana, pending Shanahan's <laughs> uh, firing. But, I mean, all last year he looked fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Chase Claypool. Uh, Debo Samuel.
1: He was really good his rookie year. Right away. Yeah.
0: Yep. As, Whenever he's healthy, as well, he's really yeah, just good. Just in general, he's a freak. Guys, that rack up yards, yeah, but Justin Jefferson, he what? He gets about fifteen a game, no That's matter crazy. what. Basically, basically fifteen a game. He has two bad performances all year. One against Dallas after the buy. Yeah, four Vikings and offense was just. I mean, that game was that game doing was nothing. Just bad. It must have been was, prime time. It was a, it was a Sunday uh, night game, yeah. you know, and. And then week one against Cincinnati, he still had 12 and a half. But, I mean, now that's not a great number when he's putting up, like, 18-plus in most games. God, so good. So That's crazy. So good.
1: Usually wide receivers take, like, two to three years to
0: develop and start booming. Well, it seems like it's kind of happening in general where rookies have these higher expectations, but they're also funneled into the NFL and become more specialized earlier. So you see more guys that are kind of like the the Julio type where Julio popped mm-hmm. his rookie year because he was built like an yeah. NFL player. And now the NFL rules are more so you don't get hit and receivers can kind of run free. So then you see Devontae Smith who is like the skinniest <laughs> wide receiver in the NFL And he's, like, can do whatever he wants. And you saw that in the Eagles game. And so, as they figure out, it's usually, like, week six. And then after that, like, if you're thinking about selling a receiver before week six, like, you're concerned, take a breath. This is Dynasty. You have these guys over the long run. If you're worried about Elijah Moore... Don't be. Terrace Marshall, I'm a little worried about. You know, we, I mean, what, Mingo. what week
1: was it when we started talking about selling people? Uh,
0: so, so it after week rookies. six. We got a little backlash <laughs> after that one. A little, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but, yeah, Justin Jefferson has been a stud. But then there's guys like Mike Williams who take years to pop. And you thought this would be the year that he popped. He had the three straight games and then another one against Cleveland. But outside of that, he's been Mike Williams. I mean, it sucks to say, but hopefully you sold high. I think I said that last week. Hopefully you sold high on Mike Williams. Yeah, It
1: doesn't, doesn't look like it gets much better from here on out. But a team that does look much better because they brought back the quarterback that brought them to a Super Bowl in Cam Newton comes home to Carolina has a rushing touchdown on his first rush of the season, a passing touchdown on the first pass of the season, outscores all other quarterbacks in this game with those two plays. And Carolina jumped out 20 to nothing against Arizona, and they
0: did not look. Yeah, Cam Newton was basically used as Taysom Hill, and just he's a, did a really he's good. A job. good I mean, he's, he's a good Taysom Hill. Exactly, he's just like a six five two fifty Taysom <He's eight>. Hill, <laughs> and a much more talented runner. But he's getting reps with the ones now, so he should be starting next game. Which will be really fun because I just he it looks yeah. right, it feels right. I mean, it, it's to it's better than all their other Panthers jersey. <laughs> it was
1: better than Teddy was uh, last year.
0: And and Chris McCaffrey's back, right back, o- officially. Just twenty-seven, yep. easy, easy. <laughs> he had ten <laughs> targets, ten catches, <laughs> sixty-six yards. And he had 13 carries for 95 yards. He didn't score a touchdown. 27.
1: Just he had 27 fantasy points. He's usually good for 150 to 200 yards from scrimmage, and he's gonna get six plus catches every time. Yeah. So.
0: Yep. Uh, Rob Hubbard got in the end zone. Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson got in the end zone.
1: Just you could just see how happy he was that uh, Sam Donald was not taking snaps under center, and he looks more energetic. <laughs> I mean, Cam slung him the touchdown, got on the board. Yeah, uh, I now Carolina
0: is back to being a topic because yeah, they're right. not depressing. And we had yeah, uh, somebody mentioned them. They're like, hey, can you at least like mention that like it's not the receiver's fault? Because there was a graphic showing the top four wide receivers in terms of yardage at this point last year, and Robbie Anderson was one of them. And he's like, hey, what happened? And it's like Sam Darnold yeah. is what happened. So hopefully Cam Newton can can get that offense back on track. I'm not sure it's going to be a high-volume passing offense, but it should be a much more efficient yes. passing offense because they'll have to honor both Chris McCaffrey and Cam Newton. Just in the run running the game.
1: option. Run RPOs yep. the entire All game. game. All just game.
0: Be, you got – and Joe Brady, Joe Brady will do that. And when That's you got guys day. like
1: DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, like DJ Moore is so exactly. good on short routes too, and and Brian breaking, uh Brandon Brandon Zostra. breaking tackles. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the Cardinals can do, and they could make a playoff push now. I think they are the last seed in the playoffs right now. Five and five. They
0: are. Yep. And the Cardinals. And, five. and Terrace Marshall, hold on, I'll got a two point conversion. Shout out to Terrace Marshall, baby. Terrace Marshall, truthers. Hang on, K- Cam's here Loving to save it. the Brian day. Zylstra. Brian Zilstra, Brian Zilstra, still had more receptions and yards. <clears throat> Zane Gonzalez continues to Just. be a machine. Every game, pick him up if you don't. If so it's he's available, game. somehow. Zane Gonzalez revenge be. game. But uh, I might. Should I put my waiver? <laughs> Hey, Whatever you gotta do, go ahead. I'm already, I'm already waiver number nine, well, so you yeah. know, I might as well. I don't know. I don't want to give does that up. Mean on I, way. Does that mean I'm yeah, waiver one? Of, probably. I am. Anyway, um, oh. moving on to the other side of the ball, uh, the Cardinals were kind of gross and didn't really give you what you expected because. Colt McCoy kind of came back down to earth. He had a pretty good game last week. James Conner went nuts mm-hmm. last week. You might have thought that was what was in store for the future because Chase Edmonds has the injury. Not quite. Only produced 39 yards on the ground and a touchdown. You know, Benjamin also did not do much. And Hopkins was hurt as well. So Christian Kirk got all most of the work in the receiving game but not not a whole lot going on in terms of this Arizona offense. They kind of need Kyler back. I don't expect them to bring him back next week because they have the bye yeah. after. Yeah, so no need to bring him back next week. Let him get those two weeks of rest. But also just rest Hopkins as well if you're going to do that because there's no need to trot him out there, get hospital mm-hmm. balls from Colt McCoy.
1: Yeah, it's going to be – it, well, it a lot of it comes down to what we see with the Rams tonight against San Francisco because uh, Cardinals yeah. have the tiebreaker against the Rams as of now. So, you know, if they drop another game without Kyler, things could start getting a little scary because you want to win the division in that division because yep. you don't want to be on the road in any scenario. But uh, it's true. Cardinal's pretty forgetful, forgettable, I should say, without Kyler.
0: Yeah. And another forgettable team is the Denver Broncos with Teddy Bridgewater because they don't really do a whole lot. And I don't think Cortland Sutton likes Jerry Judy very much because every time Judy plays, Sutton doesn't do anything. <laughs> Again... Uh two receptions, twenty-nine yards. Judy back, had nine targets, six receptions, forty-eight yards. He has a ball security problem. <laughs> he had a fumble. He has really thin arms and he kind of <laughs> runs loose. So it gets yeah. punched out real easy.
1: That's the old uh <laughs> at least you don't run like Shady McCoy. <laughs> yeah, he would just be palming the ball running with <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Albert O. had a massive play. Uh, had three catches for 77 yards. He had a 164-yard catch in the second quarter. Uh, but outside of that, I mean, Teddy had a very Teddy game. 22 completions for 226 yards. I mean, classic Broncos. But not classic Eagles. No, Eagles look good. Um,
1: Goddard went out. I think he had a concussion. Um, So you're looking at rookie Jack Stoll now that Ertz is with the uh, Cardinals. So you'll be getting him at the start at tight end. But uh, Devontae Smith, really good football player. Really good. Love love Devontae Smith. Back-to-back 20-point games. Found the end zone two times in this one. So he's got three touchdowns in the last two games. Be nice if he got a little more of that target share. But uh, Hertz doesn't throw it all too often. They're leaning on the first. Sirianni must have just not liked Miles Sanders because now all of a sudden he just <laughs> this just is wants what I to think. lean yep. on the run. Boston Scott, who got DNP's all the way up to, <laughs> to week seven when Sanders got hurt, this is just like you know eleven carries, eighty-one yards. Go ahead, and <laughs> Jordan Howard. Back from the dead, still twelve carries, eighty-three yeah. yards, one hundred sixty yards on the ground. Hertz pitched in fourteen carries for fifty-three yards, so two hundred yards of offense on the ground
0: for the seagulls team. These these last two games, Hertz has yeah. just looked better. Just like straight up, he looks more decisive, more confident. And that was what I our mean, I guess last that was our biggest
1: criticism. Of him, you know, up until recently was he just,
0: if first read's not there, it's run. And now... Exactly. Like, he's... I mean, he still had 14 carries, but a lot of those are designed runs on, like, read options and such. But he's coming off of his first read, going to his second read. You see Quez Watkins and Devontae Smith both had six Mm -hmm. targets because he's going through his progressions and that is just it's it's nice if he could be the franchise quarterback for the eagles if he can continue to yeah. improve this way where he can go through his progressions because he has the arm talent to like make all of the throws but he just doesn't like i don't know if he's not confident enough to make all the throws but he just doesn't he just usually it's like ah things are almost okay, too fast out. for but him he, still
1: while he's playing quarterback. Right.
0: And, again, this is – he was a rookie last year. We are rushing the process again with another guy in his second year where we want – he's like, oh, he's not good enough. He can't play. But we I mentioned before, he was second in Heisman voting in college. He was a really good college player. And he obviously wasn't ready for the NFL. I mean, we can see that. But why, why do we have to give up on Jalen Hurts yeah. already, you know? and I, that's a
1: really good point <laughs> especially well especially from fantasy standpoint we want these guys to be good right away that's why we're yeah. that's why we are yeah. taking them right away and right now Hertz is a his QB4 right now in fantasy um and that's with very limited passing in l- about the last 4 weeks 5 weeks Yep. So, I'm more comfortable with him running the ball. I I I'm looking for more of a Lamar stat line from Hertz than a like what Herbert stat line, you know, where he's throwing the ball forty yeah, times. Yeah, I know what you mean. You want mid, you want late twenties to early thirties in a, in attempts. You're hoping twenty completions. About 250 yards, two touchdowns, and then you're hoping
0: he can get 50 to 100 yards on the ground. Yeah, and early in the season, he had four or five games, he had 35 or more yeah. attempts. And that's when they were yeah. not good. And Hertz did not look good. And so these last few games, he's been looking really good, and the Eagles have been looking really good because they limit his passing, they limit his decision making, and he's been making better decisions. <laughs> so they've Shut just out flat out committed to the run game the last three yeah. weeks as they should i mean this is like what we were talking about with the panthers where they should run this power offense with cam newton and christian mccaffrey yeah. just do that but diet in philly because you know jalen hurts and boston scott obviously are not cam newton and christian mccaffrey but they can do a similar style and get it done effectively. And they have a pretty soft schedule for the rest of the year and could yeah. make the playoffs. Just they face New
1: Orleans next week, which their run defense is incredible. But after yep. that, Giants, Jets, bye, Washington, Giants, Washington, and then Dallas to end the year. That's a lot yeah, of division. That could, That's four
0: division games straight. Exactly. They could flip the entire season. In these last games, and there's a lot of winnable games here, especially with the unfortunate news with Chase mm-hmm. Young being out. That Washington defense is going to be a and little worse. And Montez Sweat. And they are Montez already Sweat back. Sweat
1: is was already out. Right,
0: and so, just like
1: Jordan Howard has over a five yards per carry, Boston Scott has over
0: a five yards per carry. So. And you, because you gotta worry yeah. about Jalen Hurts gotta worry about him so, running the ball
1: just keep so
0: keep feeding shout those out to two guys
1: and when miles sanders comes back feed him too because he's now nah, go back to 35 he's the, per game. the best attempt. of the bunch <laughs>
0: <It's>
1: like, <laughs> at any point he can go 70 yards to the house whether it's a screen pass or a run so come on it's sirianni true. it ain't rocket
0: science well, the Packers lost a guy that could take it 70 yards to the house to an MCL sprain. Uh, Aaron Jones goes down, but A.J. Dillon picks up and just totes. What <laughs> he totes the better rock.
1: time of season two. It, it, we had some yes. snow in Green Bay yesterday, yep. and it was just prime real estate for A.J. Dillon. Yep.
0: Rodgers was back. Russell Wilson was back. Russell Wilson looked bad. Aaron Rodgers didn't look that good either. I mean, he had a lot of good throws, but it seemed like it was just a some was, was a little off,
1: a, like a tick slow. Some passes behind yeah. guys. Uh, through the bad interception and the, it was. It was. Yeah, you know, Russell threw the interception, and then Rodgers said, "I'm at you." the drove all the way down the field, and then throws one. But yep. the real and story of this game at Green Bay Packers defense. <laughs> yeah, Eric Stokes is so good. <laughs> he is
0: incredible. Bro. Devondre Campbell is so good. Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark. Man, Preston Smith was getting involved. We don't or have Zedarius or Jair. Kevin King. And Kevin King is the highest Kevin King is the highest graded cornerback <laughs> since week five in the NFL. It's wild. Just when we counted him. Somehow out.
1: they gave him an interception <laughs> when <laughs> I don't
0: I don't think it should yeah, have been that was
1: <laughs> but no. They showed Stokes covering Lockett on a double move and he mm-hmm. was just glued
0: to him every turn. Yeah. And that's like God. he he reminds yeah. me of Jair. Like the way that Weird. he moves. Kind of just like the hips are always just like mirrored with the wide receivers and they're both like super athletic and super fast. They can make up ground if they kind of bite mm-hmm. wrong on a play. It's yeah, Stokes so, looks fantastic.
1: We have a secondary when healthy of Stokes, Jair and then Savage and Amos. And Adrian yeah. Amos is probably one of the most underrated center fielders in all of football. He tracks yeah. the ball incredibly. Like, he yep. he plays safety the exact way it's supposed to be played, which is do not let anything get behind you. He's always coming yeah. over the top on a play.
0: I, I love Darnell Sanders. And it's
1: like, there's so much speed at every single level. Devontae Cram- Campbell... It's just around the ball every single play he, every run he's yeah. he's in there on the gang tackle or yep. making the tackle himself every yeah. check down joe barry's is defense is and, starting to
0: click and uh, this is like what better time what better time exactly and then if this offense can get clicking and obviously the run game has looked really good and aj dylan oh. looks fantastic in the yes. receiving soft game, soft hands very his simple. hand, his soft hands, and Ooh. like, the, his feet. He has great footwork. He needs to get a little lower for me on the goal line. He's, he he likes to kind of put the shoulders down, but yeah. doesn't really get down. You know, kind too, of the Adrian yeah, Peterson,
1: more battering ram. But he he runs too tall along the goal line.
0: A little bit, uh, but yeah, yeah I mean defense is just super impressive and kenny clark is is like turning into a star uh but in general shut out the first time russell wilson has scored zero points in a game i uh, i'm glad it was by our hands he didn't look good i mean obviously he's not healthy but so i guess that he couldn't take
1: snaps under center because it was messing with his finger So they played the entire game in the pistol and in the gun. So it was like, (laughs) right away, that takes out basically a lot of play action. And they couldn't run the ball at all in general to start with. Yeah. And so Green Bay is getting pressure rushing four. And then when the way that the secondary has been playing, it was just a lockdown across the board. Russell Douglas. So good. Look at, look at that. I mean, G- G- Gerald Everett led the Seahawks' offense with eight, yeah, eight catches and 63 yards. Good, and it, it, good way exactly. to get shut out. Make that be the guy that's going to have to kill you. And yep. nice to see MVS back. Rodgers hit him for a 41-yard catch early in the game. They couldn't really turn him yep. loose uh, throughout the game.
0: The kicking problem. The kicking problem continues for the Packers. The the long, the rookie long yeah. snapper has not looked very good. He's not getting the laces in the right spot for Boracquez to mm-hmm. kind of spin it. So but Crosby's hooking it quite often because the laces are either facing him or facing left. So, But hopefully uh, as that kind mm-hmm. of chemistry builds and more practice comes, then they can start nailing that because – Come playoff time, you no, do not want to no, have kicking problems. At all. That's the last thing you want. Man, that defense, dude. I, I'm excited that the defense is good, but I, I just need to see it for a few oh, weeks. I just need to see it for like – I
1: mean, they just held Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson to, I think –
0: we we haven't allowed a touchdown in the last twenty drives.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> what more could you ask for? That's so
0: good. You got Minnesota next week. Yeah, Minnesota. Dalvin likes likes Green. Dalvin likes playing Green Bay. <laughs> in it'll be in the dome. A great test. That's true. We'll De- see DeVondre, how Justin Jefferson, Devondre, handles DeVondre Eric Campbell, Stokes. will have twenty. It's gonna have eighteen. <laughs> yeah. <tackles>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, but let's move on to the Sunday night football game. The Chiefs shellacked the Raiders, forty-one to fourteen. The Raiders did not follow the game plan. All right, the NFL set it up. They're like, this is the template to beat the Chiefs. You play cover two man. All right, that's it. It's worked every game, and so the Raiders are like, we're gonna play cover three because Jonathan Abram can't cover anybody. All right, he's going to be our box safety. <laughs> and so they played cover three all game long, single high, just that look the entire time, and Kansas City ate it up. <laughs> all game. There was no – Daryl Williams had 100 receiving. yards receiving. <laughs> he had nine receptions on most, nine targets. Moss Jonathan oh my for God. a touchdown late in the game. Yeah. Yep. And then Tyreek went back to his old form, seven receptions, 83 yards, two touchdowns, and Travis Kelsey did not look washed. He had eight receptions for 119 yards. So their big three plus Daryl Williams was doing their thing. Patrick Mahomes, 35 for 50, 406 yards, and five touchdowns. Just kind of yeah. back on track and, against a division opponent exactly and, when you need it. And then they <laughs> took hold of the top of this Exactly. Team.
1: Chiefs are back in the playoffs. It's that simple. Yep. Yeah, the Raiders just... Derek Carr uh, getting getting tackled, throws one to the sky. <laughs> Daniel Sorensen, who's been the black sheep, awful, <laughs> of the Chiefs all year, uh, gets the pick. And I have no clue what Deshaun Jackson was doing. I like the- he he caught it was ahead of the guy stopped turned, I don't know if he was if he was disoriented like he didn't know which way to run yeah maybe but I don't know how when he was running straight
0: caught it running straight yeah and then just decided to stop so what I'm thinking happened is he caught it and he had like the guy on his his left hip So I think he was going to, like, take that right angle towards the sideline and then go up the sideline. And then he saw a guy was there, and then he just, like, short-circuited. And he's like, "Uh, just run. (laughs) And then, like, turned the wrong way and then got punched out. And it was like, yeah, just go. Go forward. That's what you do best. You just run straight, and then you score touchdowns. That's like the whole Deshaun Jackson thing.
1: Then Waller bottled up all game, had a touchdown late in the game, called back on holding. In garbage time, Hunter Renfro remains good. He has he's good one good game all year below uh, 12 fantasy points. He's getting yep. about eight targets a game, reeling in yep. usually six or more of them. And he's just a really good route runner.
0: He is. Gets it done. One of the best slot guys in the league. I mean, Brian Edwards, he had a couple big plays, but yeah, Hunter Renfro, he's a red zone machine. He's what Waller – Waller draws a double team, and so Renfro mm-hmm. just beats his guy one-on-one in the red zone. So uh, if you're – like, that's just a flex yeah. play every week. Renfro is a plug-and-play every week, just like Jamal Agnew is. Two guys that you would have never expected to be starting week in and week out in fantasy are just I mean, really yeah. good.
1: Jamal Agnew is a stretch. Okay.
0: Jamal Agnew has been well, pretty solid. You know why? Because
1: we have return yards in our league. So he he has not been. That's fair. That that's fair. Good. That's fair. It gets me every time. Yeah, he gets is, me every time. He had 130 return yards this week. So. So the 28 Jeez. it says in
0: ours is a is a 15. You know. 15. Gotcha. Well, 15 is solid. Yeah. That's that's fair. But, that's fair. Chiefs' defense looked really good. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, they they looked pretty good. They had their <laughs> <Derek> Carr. <laughs> the,
1: it, it was the Raiders' incompetence on offense that made the Chiefs' defense look good. I mean, Honey Badger had a really good game. He was everywhere. And uh, Chris Jones. <laughs> Key to that defense. He knocked down two passes on uh, the Raiders' final drive.
0: Almost picked yeah. one off It was right in his hands There's there's a lot of these D tackles That are kind of becoming The lifeblood of their defense Whether it's Chris Jones mm-hmm. Obviously Aaron Donald Kenny Clark Akeem Hicks Christian Barmore is doing it in New England I mean these guys Just kind of wreck the inside of the offensive line And free up the edge rushers To tee off And Yannick and God, Not Yannick Jesus. We're talking about the Chiefs. Yannick. But Yannick <laughs> Ngagwe and Max Crosby yep. are very good. And they were getting in but the backfield all they couldn't get any all pressure up but, the middle, which is the problem. No. Because they are lacking one of these difference-making D-tackles. But, unfortunately, the Chiefs don't have guys to benefit off of Chris Jones outside of Frank Clark. Uh, Melvin Ingram, so.
1: though, proving to be a good pickup. Just knows what to yeah. do. Which is what you want. It's true. Especially in an edge guy. Hold the edge. Don't let things bounce outside.
0: Yep. That's that's all the games we got. We don't have any Monday night recap because it is only 7 p.m. Got in and out a little early. Uh, so do you have a heat check? Evan Mobley is going to be
1: better than Anthony Davis.
0: Mm, I like that. I
1: fucking love Evan Mobley. I hate Evan Anthony Mobley. Davis.
0: His, I know. Yeah, Anthony Davis is one of the most
1: overhyped I, I don't call him a superstar he ain't a superstar he's, he's he can't be the best player on his team and make that team You know, he couldn't bring that team to the playoffs he couldn't bring New Orleans to the playoffs when they had Drew Holiday it took them bringing in Boogie Cousins for that team to get to the playoffs he couldn't do it when they had a guy like Drew Holiday he couldn't do it when they had Rondo when they had J.J. Redick I don't know if that was after or before. I think that was when AD was still there. I think they kind of crossed way. paths. They had Nikola Mirotic, who was... He was it, you know, back in the day. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah Anthony Davis, he's not consistent enough. He's not going to take over a game. Like, he's, hes he can have good games, and he can impact a game. But he's never doing what Giannis does. Giannis clocks into work. Says, all right, I'm going to get my 29, my 12, my 6, my 4 stocks. I'm going to clock out and I'm going to do it again tomorrow. AD doesn't do that. AD is like Wiggins, but 6'10", 6'11", and has a unibrow. They just check in and out of games all the time. Inexcusable for him to have a game with four rebounds. And it happens.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, every time I see a good Anthony Davis stat line, I just wait to see you be like, he's going to have 10 and yeah. four next game.
1: And you're going to forget <laughs> he's out there playing. Drives me crazy. It's and true. And Evan Mobley yeah. goes out every game. And he's like, give me the ball. He demands the ball on the block. Yeah. He's got the fadeaway. It's he's true. got the turn into the center of the lane. He's got the court vision and the IQ. He has like Five yeah.
0: post moves. That's that's impressive. Not to mention he can rookie. pass the ball. and yeah, he can, and he can shoot three. He can shoot threes. <laughs> so it's like. I love Evan Mobley. Yeah,
1: we'll check back in in four years, When Evan Mobley's the yeah. MVP conversation, and AD's still Ooh. following LeBron back to Cleveland. don't let's whatever Bronny gets drafted. I can't wait for that. It's going to be the first
0: father yeah. and son to be on the same team. It's, it's going to happen. Did you see that windmill that mm-hmm. Bronny put down? I no? Did. Oh, his eyes were at the rim. Man, he's got bounce. I guess he's dumb. got like really bad stats. He does. He kind of sucks at basketball, but he's got bounce. He got He was hurt. He was hurt. I <laughs> I know. I'm jo- I'm joking. <laughs> he, but he joking. does have bounce. <laughs> he does have bounce.
1: No, it was crazy. Oh, I don't remember what day it was. But last week, Thursday, Obi Toppin threw down a windmill. 30 seconds later, yep. Miles Bridges bridge. threw down a windmill.
0: It's crazy, uh-huh. dude. Nasty.
1: Basketball, so, it's so fun that the East is better than the West. The East is I different. know. And then you got Ja. Charlotte Ja's beat the Warriors. Ja's top five in scoring. Memphis is fun. Yep. KD is still averaging a cool 29 He's, a game. Eastern Conference God, Player of the Month. damn. Oh!
0: Basketball's back, dude. Basketball's, basketball's back. back. What? And Jake Paul's good for Jake boxing. Paul. They. Yes. They take it serious. They do. He's actually. Okay. So Jake Paul brings people that have never watched boxing before to the boxing community. Which is dying. And, like. Yeah, which is absolutely dying. There's, like,. Canelo, who draws, like, a crowd and is, like, And then kills watching. a guy in less
1: than 30 and seconds in <laughs> it's over.
0: Yeah, it's like he just picks a guy apart for 12 rounds and then puts yeah. him on the canvas. And then there's, like, these Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia, which are, like, these up-and-coming guys, but they have no brand. Like, there's no, like, real juice. But, like, Jake Paul, mm-hmm. he has a brand. He's like, fuck you. I'm going to beat the shit out of – he just confirmed a fight with Conor McGregor. That's crazy. Within the next 24 months. He said, I'm going to beat up Conor McGregor. And so I <laughs> have, have no idea what's going on. But Jake Paul is going to make a ton of people watch that fight. And he's going to make a bunch of bread. And he was talking in an interview and he was like, listen, nobody knows who professional fighters fought in their first like 12 fights. You fight crappy people. <laughs> Get your record to 12-0, yeah. and 0, and then you go into professional boxing as an uh, undefeated fighter out of New York City, Jake Paul, and he's 12-0 and 0 with yeah. 12 knockouts. It's like, oh, yeah, that dude's kind of nice. But every one of Jake Paul's fights are mega events, whether he's fighting Tyron Woodley, whether he's fighting mm-hmm. Nate Robinson, whether he's fighting... KSI, Logan oh, KSI. Paul fought, fought yeah. KSI, but it, it teach either way. It's like every single fight is a draw, and now he's he gonna fight Conor Floyd. McGregor. I mean, he'll, yeah, like it's every fight yeah. is a draw, and people want to fight him because they want to prove him wrong, and then he. Beats they don't a,
1: realize that he's taking this so serious. He yeah. moved from L.A. I think he moved to Costa Rica, or the Dominican Republic. He moved to
0: yeah somewhere. Uh, he moved to a Hispanic country, and he is focused on boxing solely. Solely, he's, like, and he just wants to beat people up, and he wants to become he's a professional fighter. Social media anymore,
1: and he is yeah good for fighting. And yeah, it is like you said, it's bringing in the people, and like app. At the beginning, people were like, this is a joke. But they don't yeah, they don't realize that he is training every single day for these fights and taking it all so seriously.
0: Yeah. And you can see it.
1: That's a strong dude, but... And now we're getting nope. Deron Williams versus Frank Gore on his card. <laughs> That's December 18th. I'm <laughs> it's going to be stupid yeah.
0: lit. so... This is this is where where we'll see if like Jake Paul's like a real fighter because he's fighting Tommy yeah. Fury who's a real boxer, so this is kind of the litmus test for him. But that's all I got. I'm geeked. They got Frank Gore put on the mitts, dude. <laughs> he's gonna get beat up. <laughs> Darren Williams is so I much heard bigger Darren than him. Williams' name
1: in years. I guess that he. Oh man. I think he owns his own. Uh, like fighting dojo, Darren Williams does or something. That's what I heard. Yeah. For like the la- for yeah like a MMA like the last three years. Some kind of boxing's different, you know, but still.
0: That's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Tyron Woodley proved That's that. gonna
1: be crazy, dude.
0: Uh <laughs> oh, but that is all for this edition of the Firestars Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh you can follow us at Pod Firestars on Twitter. You can email us at the FirestarsPodcast At gmail.com You can hit us up with questions Start to sit, trade questions Deadlines are going to start whipping around now We'd love We would love to address some trades On here in You know, in length Because that that's kind of Joe's bread and butter when it comes to Dynasty Is kind of building through trades So if you've got any trade questions Hit us up uh, But we will talk at you next time everybody's got a <laughs>